0: What is up, guys? It's Casey with the Lifted for Life podcast, where we aim to break the silence on suicide by sharing our stories, our passions, and hope to share yours too. Now, guys, we have three segments of this, uh, of the Lifted for Life podcast. If you're new here, um, one of them is Flash Friday, where Tyler jumps on and gives you a, a little boost of motivation going into the weekend. Uh, Another one is stay lifted episode that, you know, I'll jump on when I feel like mumbling and rambling on. (laughs) And then, uh, another one is a full length episode, which we have here, uh, Tyler in the house. What's up guys. And we have a very special guest, uh, somebody that's done a lot for lifted for life and he's a big part of our team. Uh, he helps everybody that's involved with lifted for life. And, um, He's even made a couple personal, uh, items in memory of my brother, uh, near and dear to my heart. Uh, Evan from Hot Foils. Hi guys. How's it going? So, uh, we don't really have a topic today, but, uh, we figured we'd bring you on and talk a little bit about, you know, the daily stress you go through as a entrepreneur, um, as a man.
1: Absolutely. Um, so
0: go ahead, go ahead, Tyler. I know it's, are it, it's killing you right now go ahead <laughs> no i just want to chime in i'll give you guys a little bit
2: more background to evan and what Evan's doing because i'm sure he's not going to toot his own horn so yeah um, aside from doing those couple pieces for lifted for life and being friends with myself and casey evan is a hell of a entrepreneur like uh, artist casey. artist artist is a great way to put it <laughs> um, so he's done all of my personal powder coating. He's done powder coated for casey and a bunch of others so not just the artist in the sense of the color Palette change for your vehicle or custom parts but also you know constructing building designing engineering fabrication the whole nine yards so um if you're in central jersey you're looking for anything of that nature in the automotive or manufacturing industrial world evan and the hot foils fam are are definitely uh people to look into awesome thank you i appreciate that and tell them what to for life sent you
1: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely
2: so so let's kind of get into it evan welcome you're you're our first guest let's let's call it you know on this podcast aside from myself casey and and really that's that's pretty much it for posted episodes so you're you're kind of breaking the mold here
1: yeah no i'm excited thank you for having me
2: so what has and what does Lifted for Life mean to you? Why did you want to get involved from the beginning? What what did what we're doing kind of speak with you? Why did it resonate with you?
1: So, I um, I, I'm constantly under stress, under you know, mental um, strain, I guess you could say. And uh, meeting Casey and and meeting you guys and just talking to you, learning what it stands for, um, learning about Casey's brother and, you know, constantly doing things and um, getting getting involved. I just, it, it makes me happy and seeing uh, Lifted for Life grow and help others is definitely something that uh, is close to me and I look forward to. It.
0: Yeah, so before we dive into, like, you know, what you really – what, why you really want to do this, what, just give us a, give us a, uh, a brief description of like what your day looks like. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> so from like, you know, early morning, just so, so people have an ear- idea. Early of morning you.
1: is not, uh, in, in the equation because I cannot get out of bed. But, uh, <laughs> when I get there, um, at, you know, usually eight thirty, I walk in, it's, I got to get my coffee. I got to be prepared, so I got to get my coffee, and then sit down to look at emails, um, constantly get interrupted, go out back, make sure all is good, give the guys the schedule, go over what's going on. There's always problems. There's always issues. uh, Got to sort that out, figure that out. Keep prepping for the day as the afternoon moves on, get ready for stuff shipping out and um go from there but there's always you know customers to talk to there's always um employees with questions sorting out issues and it's just a constant constant flow of chaos basically i guess you could say controlled chaos um but you're always on your toes and it's always problem solving it's always problem solving so, so
2: you're you're the guy that they come to to put out the fires.
1: Yes, yes. If there are any,
2: I feel like that's
0: what we all have in common.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any issues? Any concerns? Any problems? Uh, approval, you know, for stuff to go out the door, because they they know I'll I'll lose it if something goes out the door. <laughs> and I haven't seen it or you Not know quality. Yeah, I I go crazy. So um.
0: Now let me let let me ask you something so 90 let's just say 97% of your day is Mm -hmm. all about your business yes is there anything any percentage in there that that you take time for yourself um
1: not there's really on a normal work day you know during the work I mean every day is a work day
0: 24 7
1: yeah when you own your own business it's it's just continuous as you guys know but um on a regular weekday, there's really there's not time until, you know, maybe nine, ten, eleven o'clock at night once once you get done. It's it's a strain um, on you, on the family, on you know, everyone. Uh, during the weekend, I'm I'm usually pretty good for the most part. Um Saturday afternoons, I'll get out at a decent time, give myself some time. Um, And Sundays are usually, I try to take off as much as possible. So it's, there's not much room for yourself, but um, I I do try to better it and I guess make things work better, Um, but there's only so much you can do, unfortunately.
2: That's, I mean, you're preaching to the choir on that one. I mean, you guys know just as much as anyone else that I've struggled time management forever, you know, Mm -hmm. and finally having the second baby forced me to throttle back, you know, I I didn't have enough time in the day. So now, you know, I had to make some decisions in in the business, the whole nine yards to allow that and allow the little bit of family time to compensate for for the, you know, detailing time on Saturdays and Sundays, the whole nine yards.
1: Yeah, my um my parents give me a hard time all the time. Friends, family, everyone. Working too much, you know.
0: You're always gonna hear uh, that. Y- yeah. But and where uh, do you but where do you see yourself in 15, 20 years from now?
1: Well, I I've told myself <laughs> so I've been telling myself this for years now. Um, or I guess at least the past two years, because it's gotten real crazy. Um 22 right now. By the time I'm 25, I want to have things set in place so that I'm not completely, like I'm I'm always going to be involved. I'm, you know, um, I'm never going to let go of complete control, but if I want to take a vacation, if I want to only work 40 hours, if I want to, you know, have this day off, not saying, you know, it's not going to be all the time. It's, I'm just a workaholic, but. Uh, As far as taking a step back, enjoying life, enjoying myself, and enjoying what I've worked hard for, um, I've set that goal at 25. So another—that's
0: the definition of all gas and no breaks. Yeah,
2: Yeah. we we say that quite a bit one here. You guys might have (laughs) heard it a time or two: all gas, no breaks. So steamroll in the next three years. So what do you think you need to do? mentally to make sure you don't burn out within the next th- three years to get to that point
1: um mentally
2: or, or I, where know, can I, you improve put it that way for the next three years to prevent that
1: so i'm i'm getting better at um being 22 i, I don't know everything i mean you know nobody knows everything no matter what no
0: matter what age you are you're never going to know everything
1: we're we're still learning every day and you know you, you learn you learn every day so um learning from my mistakes learning from issues um problems and bettering those situations as for like next time uh that It takes a mental toll on you but it helps in the future as you're learning from what you've done wrong and you're bettering yourself bettering your mental state as you know what to do now next time that rolls around and um, you can you can build off of that so mentally I'm getting better at understanding things understanding why things work and I'm pretty good at I have that shut off uh, you know, not a lot of people can leave everything at work. It, it's, <laughs> it's difficult, but, um, I'm, I'm pretty good at when I leave work, um, I'm, I'm done, you know, for, for the night, at least. I mean, if I'm not there during the day
2: and somebody
0: <laughs> until your phone goes off, Hey, I need a, well, then, I need a price. <laughs>
1: you know, then it's,
2: Hey, yeah. what's the price and how soon can you get my, my piping done? <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe yeah. Three hours ago. <laughs> um, well, that's good. That's good to hear. Um, let me ask you this, because this is something else that I've struggled with as a business owner and a young business owner. How do you handle delegation? And and how have you learned to delegate different tasking? Because this is one of the hardest things for me, trying to grow my business. Because just like you said, I do the final checks. and I've always done the final checks. Now letting that piece go, for me personally, has been super difficult.
1: So... I struggle with this big time Um, as I, you know, I, I started at the bottom. I've worked my way up over the years since I was 14. And with each position, I learn more, I learn how I want things done. And then when that, when we get that person in to fulfill that position for me to move up, for me to go to, you know, focus on something else, I'm doing it with them doing it you know over the shoulder and for me to take a step back is it's so difficult but I've learned um even though they might do it slower even though it might not be you know a hundred percent it, it's still it's you, you have to take that step back you, you have to let that person learn and you have to learn yourself to help them and um not not just constantly be over their shoulder. You, you gotta
0: trust the person fail.
1: Yeah, yeah. They they gotta learn. And um you have to learn as their teacher that they're mm-hmm. gonna fail. You know, you're gonna fail. It's it's how you learn from it. And um it it's still, you know, I still struggle with with delegating and letting people do stuff. But I have gotten a lot better because I've just got so much on my plate. It's like all right, I have no choice. I got to I got to let other people do things. And I'm not always going to be
0: there. So, you know. It's passing off the responsibility. Right. Right. Because everybody, you wake up in the morning. All right. Like, I don't work for myself, Mm -hmm. but I go in, I work for some, you know, somebody's above me and I go in and they have full faith in me to get my task done for the day. And I go in knowing I have to get this task done today because people are relying on that task to be done
1: right
0: so you knowing that like you're in a, in a higher position than I am so it's kind of like I, I understand where you're coming from and it's it, even even for us like I, I see my supervisors all the time going you know looking over my shoulder and you know we're comparing apples and oranges here totally different you know spectrum but um you know but also I see you know my supervisors, going all right. You know if he can't get that job done, he's out of there. Get somebody else in there. Yeah. You know so how like, do you know how to say no?
1: <laughs> I am getting a lot better at it, and uh, I'm learning that you know you have to learn to say no. You're not everyone's friend. Um, you you gotta as a I guess I'm becoming more of a leader. manager and yeah leader. And getting away from the, uh, you know, trying to be everyone's friend. Um, Now, there are times, of course, joke around, you know, hang out, have, you know, a good time, but then there's the business and everyone has to um, give it their all.
2: It, It comes back to, you know, personal accountability. You know, Case, we've talked about that countless times on this podcast about not just holding yourself accountable, but holding, the people around you accountable to whatever standards you, you set. Yeah. I
0: mean, you have, you have two choices every day to make, you can either do it or you don't do it. And that reflects on who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and anything in between would fall into the not execution
2: portion because there's no such thing as, you know, halfway. It's either done correctly or, or not at all.
1: Right. And I've also had to teach uh, my employees that it's, it's constructive criticism. It's nothing against them personally. And, you know, if they focus, they learn from it, then they'll do better next time. And, you know, everything, everything will go well. So
0: yeah, it's good times. What, (laughs) What about you, Tyler? How do you, uh, how do you, like, I, I'm just trying to compare both your businesses here. And, and I know it's a little tough, but how do you, how do you go about delegating? It, it's hard.
2: And, and I've, so we've, we've talked about Ryan in the past. So Ryan's one of my, you know, greatest assets to my business. Yeah. And whenever I'm not there, Ryan's there. And I'm I'm thankful to have him in the position where I have him now. And, you know, I think part of that delegation is investing in your team or investing in your, your business. So I see wearing the Zephyr hat. So it's just an example. Ryan went and got certified out at the Zephyr course. um, And and that was part of the, our investment into Ryan, Um, you know, so he got that experience, got that knowledge, had that time out there with the Zephyr family. And, you know, now he's an even bigger asset to Gravat Garage. So having, you know, putting that value in him, um, you know shows that you know I want to keep him around want to keep him honest and you know he's also now responsible for this product um you know he's part of the, the product delivery team let's call it and responsible for that that portion now does that really have a lot to do with delegation? yes and no but it it all kind of folds together I guess in, in my
0: head it's I just- mean yeah. in, in in five years from now he's gonna see that you, you know, you he's very very receptive of it. So, you know, you're you're putting a tremendous amount of faith in in him to get a task done with a, a very expensive task at that. You know, dealing with people's vehicles every day. Um, so and that should reflect on how he sees things. You know. Yeah,
2: and you know, going back to the whole stepping back
0: thing, I I was I had to delegate. I
2: I didn't have a choice. You know, I was for years. For year one through four, really, in, in the business, I was pulling 3 a.m. mornings, like working 7 a.m. till 3 a.m., whatever it is, you know, go back, get dinner with the family, go back to the garage. Wait a second. I think you were doing that a couple months ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's it slowed down. It was a lot <laughs> less common. But really, year one for four, like that was not uncommon. Like it was at least once, twice a week thing. And Evan, you're not in your head. I know you're having, you might not oh, get yeah. there at eight o'clock, like you said, but I know you're there late. Yeah. Um, so like I was, you know, it was either, if I didn't delegate, I either wouldn't have the business or I wouldn't have my family. And I wasn't willing to sacrifice either of those items. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You had to find it somewhere in between. Yeah. So, you know, at first did, and you know, I've had other employees aside from Ryan, let's, let's take, I heard this example years ago. Well, this X person only works at half the speed as me. Well, that's great. Your 40 hours just became 60 hours. You know, they might not become another 80 hours in the same time period, but they're 60. So you bought time and a half back. Um, So that was like something really that resonated with me. Now, you know, does adding an employee bring less headache? No, it just brings different headaches. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, and different stressors in <clears> the <throat> whole whole nine yards. At least, you know, in my experience.
1: Um, oh no, you're right. It's it's rough.
2: So, and, and you know, I'm sure you you feel this too, Evan. Is part of that that stress is I'm now responsible for this person. I'm responsible for their income. I'm responsible for their family. Responsible for their vehicle payment. You know, wh- whatever it is. I want them to succeed and make as at the end of the day as much money as possible. Right. Are so, we listening to a
0: real AF podcast? <laughs> it's the truth though. Like I, just, I know,
2: I know. Now we're, we're like digging deep into like some of the stressors that I have, at least as yeah. a business
0: owner. And when he said uh he said men don't go to therapy, they start podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, did you yeah, hear that? Are you yeah, listen yeah, to that after I yeah,
2: sure yeah. it to you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, live and let live in that one here.
0: Yeah. Oh my god!
2: But so it's nice to hear that I'm. Um, you know, I was not one in this situation.
1: Yeah. No. Absolutely not. It's um. It's it's hard, man. Nothing nothing about this is easy. And it's, it's a constant, you know, battle. Um,
0: So you realizing it's a constant battle now and you're actually, I'm sure you've never had this kind of conversation before.
1: No, no, I I don't talk about this. So so
0: do you think, do you think you would add maybe a couple, couple extra minutes for yourself every day to either work towards your goal personally, your personal goal,
1: Yes. Um, you know, like like I said, I've been trying to be better, but it's very difficult. Um, the way that I calm myself, I just drive. I drive around. I leave work and, uh, you know, it could be eight o'clock, 10 o'clock, two in the morning. Um, I'll drive last music and that's it and you know it, it calms me it's weird but you know that that definitely helps me and um i don't know it's something i do all the time
0: so i know you, you said earlier that you have listened to this podcast before mm-hmm. have you taken any of the advice I have, you, have, have you thought <laughs> about taking any of the advice i have thought um and if so, what was it?
2: <clears throat> He's got to think back to oh. the episode he listened to three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could play the cricket button right now
1: <laughs> i I mean i don't I don't know i just i I take it you know. <clears throat> I I I don't
0: know. <laughs> I mean really we can just uh we can start off by you know, we can re-listen to the episodes, mm-hmm. we can just have a conversation. Um I think all you know, all three of us we we kind of talk to each other at least. I mean, me and Tyler talk every day, at least for five, ten minutes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I get a shit for that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and I know he does too. <laughs> Um, but that could be a start. Right. Right. And that's, and that's the whole point of lifted for life is well, and why we started this podcast, you know, we're, we're starting the conversation. We're starting to help people with mental health, Mm -hmm. not, I don't want to say mental health issues because everybody jumps to like, Oh my God, you know, Oh my God, you got fucking mental health problems. No, it's, it's stress, anxiety, how to deal with it, how to cope with it. Mm Yeah, and we—it's we, a normal thing. Yeah, it's, it, it is. It's a normal thing, and we all go through it in different levels, but we can all have the conversation and share and and give each other our opinions. You know, right? Constructive yeah, dude, criticism,
2: just like the business back and forth. Like you're you're 22, setting the world on fire. Like you're you're killing it. But to you know. I'm not saying I'm perfect or have the best business in the world by any means, but yeah, he is. No, I'm, <laughs> but, you know, something I might've already worked through. You might just be going through right now or vice yeah. versa. Yeah. So, you know, like Casey said, we, we literally talk almost routinely every four fifteen. 15. So, but it's, you know, my, you know, my phone's always open aside from powder coat and detail work. My phone's always open.
1: <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think talk, talking it out is
0: <clears throat> the the best way, and, you know, just, just having a conversation. It right. that don't even have to be any about anything specific. It don't even have to be about, you know, stressors, like things that you happen during a day. Cause a lot of times I found, or I find in people's conversations that, you know, people talk. People want to talk, they talk about the negative things that happen, the bad things, not, I don't want to say bad things, but the negative things that happened that cause them to be in a bad mood. Mm -hmm. That's just a temporary problem. So why don't we talk about positive things, a positive movement, you know, get something flowing in the positive direction and see where it goes. You know, that can be any time of day, morning, noon, night after, you know, and it has nothing to do with work right
2: the uh i know i'm guilty of this too because i i love to drive just get out clear the head windows down whatever it is even like radio silent but like certain moments when, when shit just hits the fan one of those days you blink and you're at wide open throttle hauling ass and you don't lose control but it's like one of those surreal out-of-body moments and it's Probably not the best way to relieve that stress. I, from my personal experience, you know, did I, you get a speeding never, ticket? No, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's like one of those out of body surreal moments that you look back on, like shit. There was probably a better way to go about that.
1: Yeah, no, I I always reflect and and think about the things that have happened during the day, and uh, you know, like I said, you got to learn from it. So focus on what you did.
0: No, I'm not saying like the best. Re- reflecting isn't a bad thing to do either because that's how you grow as a right. As a that's leader. how you learn and that's yeah, how you yeah, better yeah.
1: yourself. But uh, yeah, I'm constantly looking back at things and seeing what I could have done better, what I can do better next time, how I can improve, how I could have handled it better. You know, th- there's always room for improvement.
2: So this is. This is a question on that. Then this is something I've thought about countless times. Let's say you have a situation with friends, family, work, whatever it may be, you're always going to take personal accountability in that situation, right? Oh, maybe I should have communicated this differently. Maybe I should have taught them differently. It was my fault. I didn't educate them properly for the situation. At what point do you stop taking that personal accountability and realize, okay, this person just messed up or this person just made that wrong choice themselves? You know, because you can always go back and say, man, I I should have spent the extra five minutes teaching them that, man. I should have, you know, taught them this differently, the whole nine yards. Like where do you draw that line?
1: I guess it depends on the situation. Um, I'm always, you know, rather than looking at anyone else, I'm always focusing on myself for the most part and what I've done or what I have, uh, what I've caused or, you know, But I, I, after sitting there and thinking about it for a while, I get to a point where I'm like, all right, well, you know, I I feel I did this right. Uh, I feel this is right. And start to dive deeper into things and see that, okay, this, you know, this wasn't my fault and um, figure out ways to approach the situation and better the whole scenario, I guess. The
0: relationship.
1: Yeah. Yeah try to find ways to and, and prove it and sort it out, I guess you could say.
2: That's a good way to put it. Yeah. I, I know that's something I've always struggled with as well. You know, the, where do you draw the line from personal accountability versus just moving on, sorting something out?
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I, there's, there's times where, I mean, I still, I'm still hard as shit on myself. Like this past couple of weeks, like I just overloaded with projects and work and things. I'm missing practices, games of my kids. And like that, that just, it it kills me, you know? And I look back and I'm like, man, I'm I'm doing all this, but, you know, maybe, maybe it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be better in a couple of weeks. Everything's going to blow over. The work's going to be done, you know, the, whatever projects are going to be finished. And I'll have plenty of time and I'm not, you know, I'm definitely not missing another game. And it just so happened, you know, there were two events lined up on Saturday and we have, you know, my dad going to New York and, you know, we're heading to seaside and then boom, Trevor's first football game. And I'm like, you know, he's, he's pissed. He wants to come to the truck show. You know, he wants to come (laughs) to the event. And uh, he's like, tell me, dad, can you send me, can you send me pictures, please? Can you send me pictures? And I'm like, man, he is that, like that's the influence, you know, when I started Lift For Life, I started it for this reason, dude, to to talk and, and have this conversation and to feel connected with other people like-minded, you know, right. along with other things as well. But people need to hear this shit and people need to understand that they're not the only one going through this. And so me knowing that, I can I can actually have this conversation with my son, and he understands everything. He knows, you know, this is going to pay off, you know, in the coming weeks.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: The uh, one of the coolest stories I, I think you told me was when your son—I don't remember if it's Trevor or not—but was taking pictures of your truck right after oh, his truck yeah. with his
0: with his iPod. Like yeah, that, yeah. That's so awesome. so. I come out of the front door of my house and I walk around to where my trucks, my truck's sitting out in front of the garage mm-hmm. and I'm I'm Trevor's usually in the truck starting it up waiting for me, you know? So he's not in the truck, but I look over along the fence line and he's standing there with his iPod, you know, on portrait mode to the <laughs> side,
1: oh, taking funny. pictures
0: of the truck. And I, and he's seen me look at him. He just smiled with a big smirk on his face, man. And that, that, that was a good feeling. That's what it's all about. Yeah, that moment right there. Awesome. So guys, um, we've got a few minutes left here. Um, well, Evan, I want to wrap up by that saying thank you. Um, also, if anybody's in the area, you know, need some work done, hit up Hot Foils. You can hit us up. We can get you in the right direction. Uh, if you need a good detail, we know a good detail guy too. <laughs> He's all right.
2: the uh hot foils is tagged on most of our instagram um posts so be sure to click that link and give them a follow they're growing and they have more things to come within the next three years it sounds like so yeah stay tuned
1: hopefully i start posting them but we'll see
0: Yep. <laughs> all right guys stay tuned and stay lifted we'll talk to you next time That's this week's episode of the Lifted for Life podcast. If you guys enjoyed it, please like, share, leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify. And uh, please share with your friends. See you guys next week. Stay lifted.